Hey everyone, this is June. And I'm Daniel. And we are Korean American. Hey June. Yeah, Daniel. Um, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been yeah. three weeks since we recorded. Yeah, it feels like forever. Yeah, it's good to be back in the booth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And for our audience, if you couldn't tell, the last few episodes we released were recorded a bit back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So before we launched even our first episode, I think we had a backlog of about 10 episodes or so. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot in our back pocket. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're out now. hence why we're recording we have to record more hopefully it it didn't break the flow too much it definitely feels good to be back but yeah it's been a while june what have you been up to uh the reason that we couldn't record for the past two weeks or so is because three weeks three weeks was it sorry oh (laughs) including chuseok right yeah yeah (laughs) it's because i i went traveling to tokyo for six days which was good. The weather is amazing in Tokyo right now. Mm. It made me feel like, oh, maybe this is the perfect weather for human species <laughs> to live in. <laughs> if I ever had to create a planet, right? Yeah. And set up what is the perfect weather yeah. for humankind? Yeah. I would I would say early October Tokyo. Wow. Can you describe it? It's like, I mean, this is a boring answer, but not too cold, not okay. too hot. But how exactly, like, was it, I don't know, the Celsius. Was so it like, like 25 in, degrees Celsius? No, no, no. Is that uh, hot? That's hot. Oh. Lower than that. I think it was max like 20. Okay. But that's like in like 2 p.m., which is like the max. Yeah. And the mornings and the evenings, it, it drops down to like under 15 Celsius. Uh-huh. I don't know how familiar our audience would be with Celsius. I'm doing the math right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Fahrenheit is total bullshit. Yeah, we know. It doesn't yeah. have any reference. We know. It doesn't um, make any sense. Anyways, we could talk about this in some other episode. But no, really quickly, 20 degrees Celsius would be divide by 5, so 4 times 9, 36. Plus, it's not even linear, right? It is after... it. You, you have to add some... Yeah, co- yeah there's an offset. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. You made me lose track. So 36 <laughs> plus 32 is 68. Ah, so you like it a little cooler. Oh, is it for you? So for me, my perfect weather condition, if I had to terraform a planet or whatever, I would like low 70s, which is closer to like 22 or 23 degrees Celsius. 22 or 23. Oh. I like it a little warmer. Uh So I'd say low to mid 70s. Mm -hmm. Slightest of breezes. Mm. No humidity. Zero humidity. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're actually going to talk about travel. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Japan is amazing right now to travel to. Uh First thing, again, the, the weather is amazing. And then all the obvious things, right? People are kind, streets are very clean, food is amazing. But more importantly, for Korean people, the exchange rate is very favorable for Korean people right now. So everything is like basically 10% off for Koreans. And also most stores, they offer what's it called? Tax-free mm, yeah. for foreign travelers. So everything's like 15%, 20% off, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Korea is also similarly a great place right now for Americans. Yeah. The dollar is just very strong and mm-hmm. the yen is just very weak. Yeah. And I think the won is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's very interesting because let's say if I were to travel to Japan 
20 years ago, which I have, I felt like everything's so expensive when I go to Tokyo. Yeah. Like, oh, like I can't afford this. Like, this much for like a vending machine, like it was an insane, right? Yeah. But now, if I go to go to Japan, everything feels like much cheaper than the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's also because I heard that inflation hasn't hit yet in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. yeah. So the prices have not gone up accordingly. Yeah. yeah. So everything's um, much more affordable, which Mm. is good. Anyways, I also went to uh, Disneyland for the first time. <laughs> I've traveled to Tokyo, I want to say more than 10 times now. Yeah. Or June, maybe 20. June, we know. You mentioned Japan in every podcast <laughs> <laughs> at least once. <laughs> I, I like to travel to Japan. But it was the first time I went to Tokyo Disneyland. Ah. The reason why I haven't uh, gone to Disneyland Tokyo is because I heard that I, I felt that I wouldn't have much fun as I would if I went to Disneyland in the States because I wouldn't understand the language, mm. which is true. Yeah. A lot of the things you just don't have to understand the language and you still can feel it. Yeah. And also it's because this time of the year is usually when there are a lot of Halloween craze mm. in Korea. But yeah. Because of the tragic incident that happened last year, I think Halloween would be canceled for a good two or three years in Korea. Do you think, is that your prediction, two or three years? It's my prediction. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just going to matter. Just one year? Yeah. Yeah, Halloween is more or less canceled in Korea this year. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to get the Halloween feeling, mm. which, and w- what, what would be a better place to feel Halloween than Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's interesting things about Disneyland's all around the world. I think there are like five or six Disneyland's. There are some attractions that are only exclusively in certain Disneylands, right? That makes sense. Yeah. So there's one that's, I think it's only in Disney Tokyo, Ah. which is, I think, the Beauty and the Beast Uh attraction, which I think it's their latest edition. They have like all their new technology. Yeah, that's um, cool. Concentrated into one attraction. Yeah, it's because like Disneyland lovers, I think, you know, there's a reason for them to go to each one. Yeah. Kind of like McDonald's, right? When people come to Korea... There's like, oh, what's the Korea-specific McDonald's item? The bulgogi burger. Bulgogi burger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one, Iljeolmi fries. Iljeolmi fries? Which they have Iljeolmi oh, fries? I don't recommend. It's kind of gross. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, fun fact. At one point in my grad school studies, I wanted to apply for Disney Imagineering. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like the ultimate architectural experience yeah for sure because like you give a, a, like a spatial experience in a very concentrated impactful way for yeah. like five minutes which i think was very interesting yeah anyways june when you go to japan i'm curious mm-hmm. what catches your eye when you're traveling as far as other travelers like do you see korean people around a lot and like oh there's a lot of koreans here mm-hmm. oh interesting um, what I realized when I go to Tokyo, th- th- this might not be applied to all places in Japan, but Tokyo specifically, what I realized immediately is that it, there are a lot of more white people around. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere, if you, if you go to a cafe or restaurant, you would see at least two or three tables with white people. Yeah. There. I don't know if they're American or European mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's what I feel. Yeah. So um, you immediately notice more diversity. Yeah, it's yeah. much more international. Yeah. And I think like the store clerks, like cafe workers, their English is, I want to say it's more natural because my understanding is they're more trained with foreign customers. Mm, that makes sense. Whereas like Korean people, their English is more like school taught. Yeah. Because they don't really have a lot of real experiences. Inter- interaction. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. 
like their their expressions were more natural i think korean people they're so i specifically chose a time where there wouldn't be a lot of korean people uh, yeah because of like the flight flight uh, prices mm-hmm. so i went right after like the we had a we had a very long holiday and i specifically went right after, after that, that. Yeah. so i didn't <laughs> see a lot of korean people yeah and you know you, there's like a weird thing i don't know if this this applies to you i sometimes i feel kind of like embarrassed meeting other koreans in a foreign land yeah i don't know why that is yeah it's like oh, like i don't want to be seen as korean like it's oh do you know what i mean is it because you feel too basic <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, like oh, I'm just going like all the Koreans come to Japan maybe, or Vietnam. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's say if I were to if I met a Korean person in like whatever Zimbabwe, I I I think I would feel happy. That would be but, cool. Yeah, like, oh, we're like, both oh, here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But like in Japan, yeah. I feel like oh, especially if you go to a restaurant and yeah. you feel like like eighty percent of people are Korean. Yes. Like yeah. Oh, like. <laughs> I'm just another one of yeah. these Korean travelers. Yeah, <laughs> yes. this is totally a tourist trap. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of travel, travel in Korea, it became crazy after uh, COVID. I, I've heard in the news that in Q1 of 2023, mm-hmm. more than 10 million people traveled abroad. Oh my goodness. In Korea, which is crazy because the the people who have traveled abroad in the entire year of 2022 was about 1.8 million. 1.8 million. And only yeah. in Q1 yeah. of 2023, it's 11 million. 11. There was definitely a lot of pent-up COVID mm-hmm. travel demand. Yeah. Actually, I think Korea was one of the earlier countries to open its borders mm-hmm. for international travel, mm-hmm. which is why I think a lot of Americans and people I know were mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to Korea because yeah. they also wanted to travel. Yeah. But, you know, Japan, China, et cetera, weren't open. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to... I, I asked that question earlier because I guess... Before, when I would travel, I was very aware of, I think, when I heard English. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, another American person's here traveling, right? Mm -hmm. But now that I've lived in, you know, now that I'm traveling from Korea, it's flipped a little bit Mm -hmm. where I'm much more aware of fellow Korean travelers. Interesting. Um, And maybe that's because we're going to places that just more Koreans naturally are uh, compared to when our home base is in America. Did you have the same feeling like when you were traveling from the States and you see American people? You were like, oh, like another american people. oh yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah especially if if you feel like they're misbehaving <laughs> giving you a bad image yeah. yeah i guess i just wasn't aware of korean travelers before there was one time i was in hawaii you know from america mm-hmm. and i was like oh wow there's like a lot of korean people i feel mm-hmm. like but that's the one time i can remember mm-hmm. but now whenever i travel it's like oh wow there's like a lot of koreans here mm-hmm. versus like before i was more aware of americans traveling mm-hmm. because i was feeling more american i was coming Mm -hmm. from america Mm -hmm. anyway it's just a small observation the other thing i was going to say is what you said resonates from the perspective of when i first went to went to japan i don't know maybe like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. i also heard it was almost impossible to get by with english Mm -hmm. but the very first cab driver i you know got into the cab with Mm -hmm. they spoke perfect english not perfect but very good Mm -hmm. right and i guess i don't know where that came from like Mm -hmm. that idea that japan's not very english friendly yeah because I found it to be the opposite. Like you said, it's very English-friendly. It's yeah. I, I think it's much more English-friendly than it is in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So for Koreans, Jun, what are the other... Obviously, Japan's very close. Mm-hmm. It's a two-hour flight, right? Yeah, two and a half hours to Two Tokyo. and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are the other, I guess, very popular international travel destinations that mm-hmm. Koreans like to go to? I think it, it matters a lot with proximity. 
and also preference. Uh-huh. So I'll I'll explain the two differently because Korean people also like to travel very far too. Okay. If they like the country. Yeah. Are maybe you going to say France? France. <laughs> yeah, France maybe. Every Korean's favorite place. <laughs> Paris, France. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of proximity, of course, are we talking about only abroad? For now. Let's For just now. stick okay. with international travel from yeah. Korea. A lot of the neighboring countries, which is Japan, of course, but also Southeast Asia, mm. Thailand, Philippines. I don't know if they go to Malaysia that much, mm-hmm. but definitely Singapore, mm. Taiwan. What have I missed? Vietnam. Vietnam. Vietnam is yeah. a very that's one of the biggest recently. Yeah. So a lot oh of, wait, sorry, that's a recent thing. Vietnam. I think it's a more more recent. Ah, thing. okay. Yeah. And also, oh. Indonesia, Bali, Mm. they go to Bali a lot. Mm -hmm. These are popular, very popular tourist destinations for Korean people. But also, if they like the country, they're willing to go, which is like more developed countries in Europe and the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hawaii was very popular in the past couple of years for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've said this before, right? I also want to give uh, listeners a sense of a sense of distance. Yeah. Every country you just listed, mm-hmm. I think it's seven hours or less. Yes. Yeah. So they're all within seven hours. Singapore, I think, I think might so. be the furthest. Bal- Bali is seven hours. I think that's yeah. the furthest. Maybe, maybe. But everything is seven hours or less, yeah. right? Hawaii from Korea. But they seven. also go to New York. <laughs> oh, New York like, is, is like insane. 14, 14 hours? But I feel like New York and going to America, it's kind of, I don't know, a little bit of a flex too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're able to travel this far, willing to travel this far. Yeah. I've said this before. I, I have zero desire to go to Hawaii mm-hmm. because Jeju Island yeah. is like 80% as good yeah. and like a tenth the price. <laughs> I think a lot of Korean people would disagree. <laughs> that is 80% as good? Yeah. Well, they don't know what's in front of them, right? They're Maybe. used to it. Yeah. yeah, I like Jeju. I like Jeju. Yeah. But Hawaii is nice, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's so expensive and it is so expensive. far. Yeah. yeah. Everyone who, like, I have a lot of friends who, who went to Hawaii in a couple of years. All of them, they say two things. It is so good. Yeah. And it's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've talked about this in our proximity episode, Mm -hmm. but you know, flying East Coast to West Coast Mm -hmm. uh, in the US, it's a Mm -hmm. six hour flight. Yeah. From Korea, we Mm -hmm. can go to all those countries you listed Mm -hmm. for seven hours or less. Yeah. So it's it's really not that far and Mm -hmm. it's not that crazy to Mm -hmm. travel to all these countries. I see. From America, right? The only nearby countries we have are Canada to the north. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, you know, good for skiing. Maybe you can go to Montreal for Mm -hmm. some French immersion or whatever. But outside of Toronto and Vancouver, you know, not much to do. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Mm -hmm. But you can go north to Canada or you can go south to Mexico. (laughs) And, you know, there's there's more, right? There's the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. A lot of Central America is accessible as well. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, a lot of people, the most popular, I guess, travel destinations are just going to be Mexico. Mm -hmm. To be honest, if you want like a beach vacation. What about South America? I was always jealous of American people because they can travel to South America easily. I don't know the numbers, Jun, mm. but I would suspect very few people have been really? to South America. <laughs> Interesting. Because, you know, like geographically, yeah. the furthest destination from Korea is South America. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard it takes like 24 hours or something. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I was always always jealous and yeah. I regret not having to go to South America. Oh, when you were in America. Mm. Well, Americans don't really go. Have you been? Never been. I would want to go, but I've never been. Which country? What's the one with uh, Machu Picchu, I think? I would really want to go to Peru or Brazil, of course. Yeah. Brazil, yeah. 
Um, I always wanted to go to Argentina. Oh yeah, Argentina yeah. would be nice too. Yeah, it's like talk talking about um, currency exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you can live like a king there. But June, I feel that's the same with a lot of Southeast Asia too. Southeast Asia. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I when I went to Vietnam, getting there wasn't you know crazy cheap. But mm-hmm. once you're there, everything is super cheap. Yeah. The thing about Southeast Asia is that they're very tourist focused countries uh-huh. so that a lot of the times they would they would have prices differently for foreign people oh local yeah people. yeah so that the actual prices for tourists are not that cheap mm. is what i realized unless you go to like a very local market place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i see so the one tr- yeah. oh, the one thing i wanted to add just for completeness mm-hmm. if you live on the east coast of the u.s i think europe is fairly accessible so yeah you can hit europe pretty easily cool, so, cool. west coast though you know add six hours to whatever so it's now a very oh, yeah. long flight yeah i realize people living the west coast they they don't have a lot of adjacent countries to travel to yeah really they have none mm-hmm. and that's why what makes hawaii so appealing mm-hmm. it's about a five-hour flight and it's you know of course awesome but so yeah. you you used to live in the west coast for for some years yeah i grew up on the east coast and yeah. then i lived in the west coast for 16 years yeah. what were some of the the international travel destinations when you were living in california yeah just like i said east you know from the east coast Mm -hmm. europe is more accessible Mm -hmm. Uh, from the west coast asia is more accessible so Mm -hmm. not that it's an easy flight Mm -hmm. but you know 12 hours is much different than 17 yeah so yeah i think asia is typically uh, where you could go more easily from the west coast also just mexico so a lot of the mexican cities like you know tijuana i see if you live in la you can even drive there very easily right what about you personally? Oh, personally? Yeah. Oh, trying to remember <laughs> life back then. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's been too long, Jim. Mm. <laughs> I need to go back and think. Well, one thing that I'm very curious about travel culture in America is, yeah. um, like, I feel like, especially in my age, traveling internationally is a very common thing. Mm. Um, and I think also, I almost I feel like it's disproportionate compared to like the income and everything Mm. but people just like overspend and travel yeah i think for from americans again i think there are many americans who just never leave america Mm, yeah and if they do they go to you know they go to mexico Mm. and so i think that's very common just because america itself is so large yeah and like you said it's very expensive Mm -hmm. to travel internationally yeah maybe we could also talk about internal like within the country traveling Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people just travel to different states or different areas within America. Mm. Yeah. So interesting. it's convenient, right? Like you don't have to deal with you know, exchanging currency, yeah. having a passport up to date. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Of course, plenty of people who have money will travel all mm. over the place. Mm. But I think your average American, they might mm. not ever leave. Mm. Uh, is the same not true for Koreans? Like most people not leaving? Yeah. I think especially, I, I don't know, I can only talk for myself and yeah. similar demographics. People in my age, they travel a lot. Yeah. Like, and I feel like Instagram has something to do with it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. They're just, like, they see all these awesome places. Yeah. yeah. So most of my close friends, I feel like they've traveled to at least one international destination mm-hmm. within the past year. Yeah. If not two, which is crazy. When you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do think... Yeah, it just makes sense, right? Because Korea, it's it's smaller. We've talked about that before. And there's mm-hmm. all these amazing places that are so different, mm-hmm. so close to you. Yeah. Whereas America, again, it's uh, part of what's made it. it it's, it's very safe. The, it's very protected by mm-hmm. oceans on both sides. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but the flip side of that is that it's very hard to travel somewhere. It's a real big commitment. I see. Yeah. What are what are some popular domestic travel destinations in the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Disneyland, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Disney World is in Florida. Yeah, Vegas is a very popular one for partying, mm-hmm. right? I think all the major cities, right? New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. L.A., mm-hmm. the Pacific Northwest, if you like nature, mm-hmm. San Diego, like. You know, Texas too, it's its own. Texas is humongous, right? Mm. There's three huge cities in Texas alone mm. Austin, Dallas, or Houston. Yeah. And they all have their own things that they're known for, right?、Mm. You know, Nashville is known for live music,、mm-hmm. and that's in Tennessee.、Yeah. What's your favorite, favorite destination to travel to in the US? Well, I mean, I, I love Vegas,、yeah. right? So there's food, entertainment, there's gambling.、Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just like a good escape.、Mm. Tell、just、me a crazy, crazy <laughs> Vegas story. <laughs> <laughs> June, June. This is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. I have too many. Wait, <laughs> well, yeah, I was just talking about the ocean. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil is incredible. Yeah,、um, but it's originally Canadian. I feel the need. Is to, it? I feel,、oh. I feel the need to say that. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. <laughs> I think there's a bunch of things that are actually Canadian that、oh. people might not be aware of. Wow. But yeah, we we should. I'm I'm not the best person. We should get a Canadian <laughs> guest on to talk about that.、Yeah. But no, the other thing is just like I guess Beach Week.、Mm-hmm. The thing is, it feels like in Korea. <laughs> I love how you totally just disregarded <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like in America,、uh, yeah, you're always kind of within reach of like a beach.、Mm-hmm. Or this、oh. may just be because where I lived, right?、So、I lived、jealous. on the coasts. Yeah. But in Korea, you really have to go to like Gangneung, right, or the East Coast if you want a good beach,、mm-hmm. um, and it's like a two-hour plus drive. Yeah.、Um, and again, relative for the rest of the Korea, it just feels far away.、Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, it always felt like, oh, you could always go to the beach when、yeah. you want to. You can see the ocean,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, but that's weird. Like Korea is a peninsula. Yeah. Why don't do you feel this way about Korea? Like at any point, if you want to go see the ocean,、mm-hmm. you can just go and do it. So unpopular opinion. I don't think there are any good beaches in the Korean peninsula <laughs> outside of、uh, Jeju. Oh wow! It's because okay. So there are three part three three.、Um, Oceans that are surrounding the Korean Peninsula, right? Yes. On the west, you have like the Yellow Yellow Sea. On the south, you have the South Sea, and then on the east, you have the the East Sea.、Uh, east Sea. Okay. <laughs> Trying to be political. Is it Sea of Japan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's call it East Sea. Okay.、Um, anyways, I legitimately don't know, but yeah. Yeah. So. The South and East seas are very shallow seas,、ah. yeah. So it's not very clean. If you look at、uh, the Yellow Sea and the, I don't know really about the South Sea, but at least the the West Sea、uh-huh. or the Yellow Sea, yeah, it's it's usually not that like clear looking. Clear, I see. Yeah, it's yeah. like greenish. Yeah, something because I think it's because of because it's so shallow. Yeah. Which has its、uh, pros also because you get the the what, what do you call the kepar, the the mudlands. Yeah, it's like amazing seafood too, right? Is that right? Seafood. I don't <sighs> know. Because so when I grew up in Maryland, the Chesapeake Bay,、mm-hmm. it's known as brackish water,、mm-hmm. which is like somewhere between freshwater and saltwater.、Oh. Anyway, it's like creates like an amazing like biome or whatever、oh, for various seafoods to like flourish. Oh wow. <laughs> Now I want to go to Maryland. <laughs> oh, the crab cakes! Oh my!、Uh, no, no, no. But、uh, I would say similarly, the East Coast beaches,、mm-hmm. the water is not very clear. 
I don't think I ever saw clear really? water until I went to like the Pacific Ocean. So in my understanding, the East Sea has better water, mm. but their shores are not that good. Yeah, interesting. Now their shores are so too narrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think, yeah. But the East Sea for Korea mm-hmm. is the West Coast of this. Like, is more connected to the West Coast of the U.S. Right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased by just the beaches I've been to, mm-hmm. but I've never seen like really crystal clear, amazing water. Mm-hmm. Until traveling to like the tropical regions, right? Oh. So I think I remember a beach in was it Thailand, mm-hmm. like Phuket or something. It's oh. just ridiculous, right? Yeah, like yeah. this is amazing. Crazy, yeah. The other thing to think about is like whether the water is cold or warm too, mm-hmm. right? And until you get to the tropical areas, yeah. the water is not going to be warm either. So you can't really go in. I see. Unless you're in a wetsuit or whatever. Yeah. So, so I think all the, there are a lot of good beaches in Jeju. Yeah. Like. You can get a sense of like those tropical oceans a little bit, yeah. Tropical yeah. beaches a little bit. The reason why I said that there are no good beaches in the <laughs> mainland is because if there are any, there yeah. are too many people now. Overcrowded, Overcrowded yeah. Like, all, with with the parasols, <laughs> <laughs> Coca Cola, Coca Cola, uh, Coca Cola. We should talk about beach culture in general. Yeah, I think it's quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Why were we talking about beaches? Oh, because uh, you had good beaches and. Yeah, I, and what's what's awesome in America, I feel like, is we, even within America, mm-hmm. no matter what you want, whether it's a hike or mm-hmm. mountains yeah. or lakes or, you know, uh, if you want to do something like fishing or stand-up paddleboarding or surfing mm-hmm. or jet skiing, whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can find some place nearby to do it, mm-hmm. is my feeling. I see. But I guess I just don't understand. I think Americans maybe just are more into outdoor activities like that. Mm-hmm. Because Korea, for sure, it's accessible, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a big country, and there's so much water surrounding it everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you want to go see water or play with water, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Mountains-wise, I mean, the Korean Peninsula is as rocky and mountainous as it gets. They might not be as big as some of the mountains in the U.S., like Mm -hmm. the Rockies or whatever, Mm -hmm. but there's mountains everywhere, right? Like, But again, my feeling is that Koreans don't take advantage of it, Mm. right? Why don't they want to go see the mountain on a weekend trip? Why don't they go see the water, the ocean, or maybe they do, and I just don't know. I think they do, but it's it. For a long time, it was considered as an old person thing. Mm. Uh, for a very short amount of time during COVID, it was trending amongst the youngsters. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah to go hiking and camping. But I think that there are a lot of people who hike in Korea, and one. Yeah, I think Korea has a, has very beautiful mountains mm-hmm. for um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Chirisan? I don't think so. It, no. It's one of the biggest national forests in Korea. Mm. It's like, it's beyond beautiful. You should go there. Where is that in Korea? It's like somewhere in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. It's like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Speaking of mountains and water, water resort, I I think one very unique water experience in Korea that you can get is the Kegoks. What's that mean? Like the valley water. Okay. Have you been to a Kegok? I don't think so. It's like where water flows. like A waterfall? No, no, no. It's like when the water flows within the valley, in the valley of mountains. Yeah. It makes a lot of like interesting terrains mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get a little pool stuff and a lot of people go there to for summer vacation. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I would love that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're talking about travel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, June, I wanted to ask. Yes. I feel like there's this entire, the southwest of Korea. Mm-hmm. When I look at the map of Korea, mm-hmm. it's a pretty big area Yes, that I've never been to. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know anyone who's been there. Yeah. 
But why is that, right? Like Korean Peninsula is not that big. Mm-hmm. Land is at a premium. Yeah. And so do I, you know, is there anything there I need to go see or should mm-hmm. I go see before Definitely. I leave? The southwest area is, we call it the Cholado area. Mm-hmm. Very famous for their food. Mm. So there's a saying, if you go to Cholado, just don't ask for what's a good restaurant. Just go into any restaurant. Mm. Like they say it in Italy. Yeah. Like you can go to any restaurant. They're all going to so be good. good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, their food is really good. What else is there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's an area called uh, Suncheon in the Jeollado area. Yeah. They have a very beautiful Kalte field. I don't know what Kalte is like. You know those like wicker? Wait, let me uh, quickly Google. <laughs> June, we're not a podcast that researches. <laughs> we just say whatever we think. Oh, reads. Oh, reeds, reeds, yeah. reeds. I see. Very beautiful. I can, I can picture it. Yeah. 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 And there's a Bosong, which is famous for their green tea fields. Mm, yeah. A lot of interesting, fun tourist yeah. travel destination. The, the cool thing about America, I would say, is a lot of the different cities, mm-hmm. they were maybe founded by or different immigrant groups like gravitated there, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say LA, for example, has like amazing Korean food. Mm-hmm. Now it's spread, but yeah. it used to be if you want Korean food, you go to LA. Yeah. If you want Cajun cuisine, mm-hmm. you go to Louisiana, mm-hmm. right? And kind of each city, you know, uh, Texas has Texas barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Louis and other central countries have th- their own barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering in, you know, Korea, it's more homogenous, right? So mm-hmm. you maybe don't have that variation. Mm-hmm. So just another reason why, like, you can travel within America and get all these different experiences, Mm -hmm. whether it's the geography or the nearby food Mm -hmm. that feels different or unique. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Korea, you know, I've traveled to different Korean cities, Mm -hmm. and maybe I'm just not aware enough to notice Mm -hmm. the differences, Mm -hmm. but they all feel pretty similar to me. Even Um, when I went to, like, Busan or whatever, like, it feels similar. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's partially true. Yeah. Because Korea is such a small country. There are, so growing up, you get to hear about uh, like what what city is famous for this and that. Korean people basically know all that. But because it's such a small country, it's not something that you can only get there, mm-hmm. which takes away a lot of fun traveling there. Yeah. But still, there are things like, for instance, like you, you name any fruit, there's a city for that. That where like, it's known, like, yeah. For instance, like the most famous thing, Jeju is famous for their cures, tangerines. Yeah. Halabong. Um, yeah, like it was like I, I talked about Bosong, which had amazing green tea fields. Mm-hmm. They're famous for their green tea, obviously. Like Naju, it's another city in Cholato famous for their pears. Um, yeah, so I, I think growing up, if you know this, I would, if I go to certain cities, you try to eat yeah, that. I try yeah. to eat that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's similar. You go to Busan and you get the Deji Gukpa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. What was the chicken, spicy chicken dish that we got? That also has a famous place. Chuncheon? Oh, Chuncheon Dakgalbi. Dakgalbi, right? Yes, yeah. Exactly. See, I'm starting to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah slowly. Yeah. Interesting. Let's see. Oh, I, I also wanted to note, there are certain places that are very easy for Koreans to travel to. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Vietnam. Yes. Uh, Koreans don't need a visa to go to Vietnam, mm-hmm. whereas Americans do. Mm-hmm. And so when we were booking our, our Vietnam trip, it was kind of a huge headache mm-hmm. because we are American passport holders, mm-hmm. right? So it's just one of those small things that I guess, I don't know if Vietnam's going to ever be a a huge tourist destination for Americans mm-hmm. just because of that. Yeah. 
Uh, but I know it's probably the number one, maybe behind Japan, number two mm -hmm. destination for, I think, Koreans to go to because of the ease of travel. It's just、yes. so simple to get there.、Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting fact. I, I heard that the Korean passport is the number, like, third powerful passports in the world or something. Yeah, yeah.、Um, our, our friend. After Singapore in Japan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend AM, who recently had a kid,、mm -hmm. he was, he could have probably gotten that kid one of three passports. A Canadian passport, an American passport,、mm -hmm. or a Korean passport. Yeah. So I remember we were having a little back and forth about which one and why would be best to、yeah. get. They、okay. still opted for the American one.、Uh -huh. But yeah, when you look it up, the Korean passport is more powerful、mm. as far as where you can go、mm. uh, without a visa. I、yeah. think he made a right decision. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you say that? Because I think pa passport power, because <laughs>、like, passport is also nationality. Yeah. So, passport power, if you only talk about like how many places that you can travel without a visa, yeah, yeah. of course, Korea is the better one. Yeah. But your nationality also, there's a power, <laughs> power of nationality. All I know is the US is one of the very few countries in the world where they always require you to pay taxes、mm -hmm. whether you live there or not. Oh,、yeah. that's, oh, so, I see. By, by being an American, you're signing up for a lifetime of paying the American government taxes. Whether you live there or not, whether you make money there or not, you're always paying taxes. Is it only if you're a citizen or are Is, is it also applied to green card holders?、Uh, I believe citizens.、Oh. Yeah. But I suspect if you aren't paying taxes, you're very much at risk of losing your green cards.、So. I see. That's <laughs> why I heard from Korean people living in the States, I heard green card is the best option. Yeah, versus not getting the full American passport. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's less committal. Yeah. I yeah. Think. yeah.、Um, yeah, that's its own thing. But travel. So a, a huge part of American travel culture, I、mm -hmm. guess, is a road trip. So, you know, you all climb into the car,、yeah. 10 hours drive from like Maryland to Florida、mm -hmm. to go to Disney World, let's、yeah. say. That kind of thing, at least growing up, it was quite common.、Mm -hmm. And a huge part, right? Like you come up with games you play on road trips. You know, nowadays, of course, it's going to be、mm -hmm. uh, people staring at their phones or looking、yeah. at an in, in car entertainment、yeah. DVD or whatever. Sing alongs. Yeah, but back in the day, there were all these travel games you played. Yeah. There was also my cousin when he, when I visited him maybe 15 years ago.、Mm -hmm. His dream was to go to America、mm. and do like a crazy road trip, like、mm. see the whole country, visit、mm. all the landmarks.、Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if that's something that's like fantasized about, like、mm. for, for Koreans, because it's not something you really do here.、Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, is our road trips a thing? What do you do when you travel as a family, let's say, and、mm. you have hours with just your family, nothing to do?、Mm. Only thing that comes near like a cross country road trip in the States and Korea. Is traveling to your, your hometown during the holidays.、Mm. Is, that's the only time that'll take more than five hours to go anywhere. Yeah. But other than that, especially with the, the bullet train networks and everything in Korea, like, like Seoul to Busan is like geographically almost the farthest that、mm. you can go. Yeah. I think it takes like two and a half hours.、Mm. So it's not that. Long. And you're saying the long travel time is due to just basically traffic, right? There's、just、so、traffic. many people. Yeah. So yeah. you would play the car, like maybe car games、yeah. during those times. Yeah. I haven't done that in <laughs> decades. I wonder, have you been to Europe, June? Yes. I've never been. You've never been to Europe? Never. Oh. I was travel deprived as a kid. You're、um, missing out. Especially growing up in the East Coast. But、yeah. I wonder, I'm just thinking, like, my perspective is a lot of the European cities are all connected by train,、mm -hmm. right? And so it's also very accessible. I think fairly open borders, right?、Mm -hmm. Between countries, like,、mm -hmm. you can travel pretty freely.、Mm -hmm. 
So maybe that's a little bit, it's somewhere in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas it's kind of the geography and layout and you travel by car or train like you do in America. Mm. But it's like Korea where it's all different countries with mm -hmm. different cuisines yeah. and different like cultural things more so mm -hmm. than in America, which is one big country, right? Mm. So, Oh, speaking of traveling to Europe, the reason why I went to Europe, and I, I think this applies to everyone who grew up in Korea, this is very interesting travel culture in Korea. There's a thing that you do. There, there are several things that you do in college, and one of one of them is Europe, Europe Penamnyoi, ah. which is Europe backpack traveling. Backpack traveling yeah. specifically. Yeah. So what college students would do, everyone, almost everyone in Korea, um, uh, they would like save up your allowance or to like alba, which is like part-time jobs. Yeah. And save up money, and then um, during summer break, you go to Europe and you do like a like pilgrimage. Yeah. So you did that. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. You stay in the hostels, like the cheap places. And exactly. Just backpack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think a Euro trip, of course, there's even a movie and, you know, America made about it. So mm -hmm. that was also kind of this very like fantasized type experience. Yeah. But I never did it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, you're supposed to do it. Like exactly. You're like, you're in college. Yeah. You, you're backpacking, mm -hmm. staying at hostels. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to be a little bit different <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> so I opted out to do the train thing uh -huh. and i rented a car oh wow yeah. you drove throughout europe yeah mm. it's actually it, it ends up be becoming cheaper if you rent yeah <clears throat> but can you drive a rental car from like one country to another yes you can just cross borders yeah yeah exactly i clearly have never been to europe beauty of europe let's see what else would travel okay there are certain things that so i want to talk about tax-free shopping okay duty-free Duty-free, sorry. Duty-free shopping. No, no, it's the same, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah. in the airport. Okay. There are certain things that Korean people do. <laughs> I know, at least one. Yeah, which is buy whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Johnny Blue. <laughs> and also buy <laughs> buy a pack of... Uh, cigarettes. Yeah, like, what do you call them? Like, a big pack of cigarettes. Yeah, like a, a case. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because the imports are so high? Those two items, I think, are the most uh, tax-heavy items, right? In Korea. In Korea, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... The discount rate that you can get in duty yeah. frees are the highest. It's interesting. I don't, this might just be because I don't shop a lot in general, mm -hmm. but I would say Americans don't really look at duty free oh, or consider it like a huge deal. Interesting. Um, and I, I wonder if that's because being America, mm -hmm. like import taxes are yeah. very cheap, right? Because everyone wants to get access to the American dollar yeah. and the American consumer. But I, I would think it's the other way around. Yeah. I think it's only the Koreans who <laughs> make it such a big deal out of the duty frees. If you yeah. look at the duty free shops in the Incheon Airport, it's, it's like one of the best Koreans. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's its own funny thing, right? Yeah. Like I was gonna say, so Costco. Mm -hmm. I for whatever reason I was in the U.S. talking with the Costco employee mm -hmm. to get my rebate back or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he was telling me three of the top ten Costcos. Mm -hmm buy revenue or whatever yeah they're all in seoul yes yeah so koreans love costco too we love kirkland i think koreans love a good deal <laughs> do you have a costco membership of course yeah oh, 100%. i don't mm. well you can come with me <laughs> uh, that's one thing i miss about the u.s i used to go every two weeks you know, very regularly mm -hmm. spend hundreds of dollars of course you can't mm -hmm. go to costco and not spend 200 yeah. anymore but that was like I, I just really looked forward to it. That mm. was my rhythm. Mm. And I don't get to do that anymore because, like you said, everything in Korea that's nice, so overcrowded. Mm. It's almost like you have to prepare mentally yeah. if you're going to go to a Costco. Yeah. 
on a weekend it's just yeah. crazy crowded mm. but i i do like it because it gives me a little bit of a sense of america that's what i miss about the states the yeah. most like scarcity of demand i think mm. yeah like we were talking about beaches right and you remember the beach that we went when we we went to san francisco oh yes half moon half moon bay yeah, yeah like i it was it was a very beautiful beach yeah and what i was thinking the whole time was that if this beach were in korea <laughs> <laughs> there would be hundreds if not thousands of people yeah. um in a grid pattern <laughs> of parasols yeah i agree but that beach was totally deserted yeah it was like almost rented out for 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 us to what did you crazy. call it scarcity of demand yeah yeah i agree with that yeah anything nice in korea just becomes overcrowded yeah, immediately that yeah. i miss the most wait i did not share my travel experience recently mm-hmm. so we went to anmyeongdo Anmyeongdo, which, yeah. Anmyeongdo, which mm-hmm. is a small island and the kind of a beach resort thing yes. on the west coast, mm-hmm. like northwest, mm-hmm. I'd say, but more west. Mm. Do you have uh, to take the ferry? No, no, we just drove there. Oh, there's a bridge connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, but it, it was awesome. We went there on the recommendation of another friend who has kids. It was mm-hmm. super kid friendly. You know, that beach was not that crowded. Again, we went the exact same time you did. After Chuseok, mm. so it was like kind of the lowest low of demand mm-hmm. uh, overall. Um, but it was quite nice. The one thing I wanted to call out was the, what did they call it? Hyuge? Hyuge-so? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Korean rest, rest areas yeah. are amazing. <laughs> At least compared to the US. Yeah. Right? Like the bathrooms are clean. Mm-hmm. There's so many food options. They're so convenient and mm-hmm. like so efficient that I actually want to stop at every one, but you know, then I'd just be slowing down for no reason. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, like, you know, the rest areas are super deserted Mm -hmm. there might be like one mcdonald's or one other you know fast food thing there Mm -hmm. and the bathrooms are just gross right yeah like you do not want to use these bathrooms Mm -hmm. in in american rest areas Mm -hmm. right so just saying like the hugesos in korea make traveling or road tripping Mm -hmm. such a joy Mm. (laughs) it's so convenient another fact that it might make your visit to a rest stop more enjoyable is that all the korean rest stops they try to incorporate the the local produce oh, that we just talked about yeah. and make it into some kind of menu. I see. So if you go to like like Kangwondo rest stops, Kangwondo is famous for the, their beef, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they have they have like beef kukbaps or whatever, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be pretty good. Wait, why do you say obviously? Obviously to a Korean? Uh, obviously to a Korean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that would be known as like maybe Texas beef maybe yeah, i don't yeah. know like, okay like, i see Kangwon, like, Hanu is very it's just famous. known for beef yes, okay yes. got it anyways and there are also staples yeah. that you get you should get in every rest stop which is the classics are the hodu gacha oh, yeah 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 hodu. So the walnut yes how would, how would you call it walnut cookies walnut bread it's, wal- it's like walnut a, bread it's like a bread yeah. it's like a bread cookie yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah. and then the algamja like little like mini potatoes. Oh, I don't think I've had those. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. You should try them. These uh, are the classics. Uh, I'm used to like more... The recent ones are... Yeah. Like, like the, tor- the tornado... <laughs> yeah, the uh, gamja. The tornado potato thing. Yeah. Or like the hot dogs. That's gross to me. Hot dogs are gross? Just like they're like... They're, they're more di- like corn dogs, yeah, right? corn dogs, but yeah. with like crazy toppings. Yeah. And then different flavorings on top. And then you put sugar, sugar on it. Oh, sugar on everything. <laughs> yeah. But we got, it was kind of a, like an egg thing. That, that hodu kwaja thing you're talking about, mm-hmm. that comes in many variations, I feel like. I see. You know, it's 
it's similar to like bungopan yeah, or yeah. whatever these things yeah, are. Yeah. Those are all delicious. Oh, yeah. you got the kerampang. Yeah, there was that a, has like a whole egg. Yeah, very inside. eggy. And then there's another one that's very corn based that we also liked. Interesting. Oh, that's another thing. Korean, Korean corn is very different. How how so? Have you had? I mean, have you had American corn on the cob? <laughs> yeah, but usually they're like buttered up and roasted. Oh, and I would say Korean corn is very starchy. Are and they? very chewy, the corn kernels. Yeah, interesting. Um, and not as sweet to me. Yeah, Amer- <laughs> American corn on the cob to me is delicious. But uh-huh. I was excited to try Korean corn one time. Uh-huh. I threw. I couldn't finish oh. the cob. Yeah, it was just too starchy. Yeah, interesting. But okay, let's see. Yeah. Anything else travel wise? Uh, pensions. We didn't talk about pensions. Oh, there's so many things that we can talk about. Yeah, pensions. By the way, is that an actual word or did we make it up? I don't think so. <laughs> pension? What is that? I really don't think it's a word. But in it's like American. so out of the blue that I that I you think you assumed it, it was an English word. Yeah, it yeah. can't be made up. It's like so random. I've never heard it before, Korea. It, I was very confused for a while. Uh, yeah, pension culture. Yeah. Oh, there's like Hokkansu culture. Oh yeah, oh, Hokkansu. We have <laughs> we have to talk about Hokkansu. Yeah. Okay. So June. Yeah. What is a Hokkansu? Hokkansu is a combination of words of hotel uh-huh. and vacances, which is a French word for vacation. Yes. So basically, it's a it's a Korean culture where you go to a hotel and just like use up, like very much enjoy enjoy their facilities and amenities. Yeah. Which would be something like what, like a pool. Oh uh, yeah, pool, sauna, like spa, spa, and their uh, buffet, buffet, and everything. Okay. So you literally, you don't go far for these, right? You go from yeah. like, you go like 30 minutes away, an yeah. hour away. You go to a hotel and spend like a night or two there, like a weekend there. And I think it initial initiated from the COVID eras yeah. where you can't go anywhere. Yeah. So you just go to a hotel and enjoy. <laughs> um, and uh, again, Instagram accelerated this, yeah. this uh, trend. I have a friend who works in the hotel industry. Yeah. He said Korea, Korea basically is dominating everywhere over the last few years because mm-hmm. the, the hotels in Korea are doing so well. Really? And I wonder if it's because of this whole constant thing. Because my understanding is in the U.S., because mm-hmm. usually hotels are related to travel, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. travel was so low mm-hmm. due to the you know pandemic mm-hmm. that hotels were really struggling. Yeah. So it's just funny. Koreans created this culture. Yeah. And to me, it's crazy. Like, why yeah. would you do that? It's so expensive. Okay. By the way, when when we say Hokkansu, yeah, the hotel in Hokkansu that just doesn't mean just any hotel. It should be a five star hotel. Yeah, the nicest, like yeah. most expensive hotels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the I definition mean, of Hokkansu. But initially, when you heard of this, people doing this, mm. did it strike you as foreign, or did it strike you as like, oh, that makes sense? I thought it was kind of gross. Okay, okay. to be honest. So at least initially, you were also a little bit put off. I would never do that. Okay. Yeah. I see. But it's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I totally respect people who, who but choose for, to do hokkansu. But for me, it's like you stay at a hotel or Airbnb when you travel because yeah. you have no other choice. Yeah. If you have a home, yeah. why would you willingly pay more just to go a little bit away to see, stay at a hotel? Like that, for me, doesn't make sense. Yeah, see, that's the point that, okay, I should have okay. For the nature of this podcast, (laughs) I shouldn't be agreeing to an American person's perspective. But for this one, I never got it. You have to give me the other alternative. Like, what's the other perspective? Why do Koreans love Hokkaids? Okay. If I try to advocate for the Korean people, it's one of the few places that where you can really, really feel and experience 
the highest of the highest mm, luxury luxury service yeah. and i think korean people like to do that that makes and sense. also brag about it yeah i understand that um, makes sense i uh, if i had to exaggerate a little bit i think 70 percent of the reason that you would go to a hokkangsu is to post it on instagram ah uh, <laughs> yeah maybe i think one of the worst experiences for me it's like if i ever go somewhere mm-hmm. and i don't leave my hotel I feel I feel gross. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. because it feels like what a waste. Yes, I'm here and I didn't even leave my room or the facilities, right? But it's that's what was was so confounding to me Mm -hmm. about this whole concept. Yeah, like you're literally going somewhere to not leave the hotel. Yeah, Yeah, so so weird. Like I I would feel bored. Like what did you what do you do? Let's say I went to a pool. Yeah, and I did the spa. Yeah, and buffet whatever. I still have a good like eight hours. I don't understand. Maybe you just check out a early because I already posted on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Invite your friends so they can pretend that they yeah. uh, stayed there. Oh. oh, inviting your friends, by the way, now that you mentioned women, they they tend to do like their bridal showers or whatever in uh-huh. hotels now. That's a thing. I see. Yeah. See, something then, like that could make sense. And then proposals are I, supposed I to. Yeah. yeah. I heard that too. <laughs> um, for the gram. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. For the gram. <laughs> um anything else for travel oh yeah you you asked if uh korean people romanticize about road trips oh yeah i think yeah and i think they do Mm. a lot of people who go to the states uh they choose to do road trips the the lateral one Mm, east to west coast east to west coast but even with that there's so many routes if Mm. you could go along the northwest Mm. you could go along the south you could cut through the middle Mm. so i'm pretty sure there's like an optimal route that that korean people share <laughs> <laughs> i am 100 percent sure yeah like oh why did you go to that route yeah like, you should go to this route and then go to these cities and you have to eat this and this and this <laughs> <laughs> yes all koreans would like to follow totally the same that. itinerary i've done a, a vertical one north to south once. you did yeah but when i was like six or whatever. still yeah. From SoCal to uh, Port, like Seattle? I was too little to remember oh, the exact yeah, route, yeah. but we rested at all the AAA camping sites. Oh, yeah. And they used to camp. We had a we had a tent and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, RV culture, too. I don't think Korea has RVs. Have you seen like these big campers? Well, I think what Korean people do with RVs is that they <laughs> import used up RVs from the States or whatever. Yeah. And they make it into like a not moving caravan <laughs> and use it as a glamping site. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I know yeah, this because yeah. I went to one recently, I think. Yeah. So I I reserved like a, a so-called glamping caravan or whatever. I just, I don't understand in a, in a country that's as beautiful as Korea. Mm. Why do they need glamping? Like, why they should just have camping? Mm. It would you can make it convenient, but there's this weird. I think Koreans really always prioritize comfort mm-hmm. over everything now. It's because if you want to go to camp, if you want to go camping, yeah, you have to have all the equipments. Yeah, I see. And talking about equipments in Korea, if you're getting equipments, you have, have to, to have all the good ones. Yeah, you have to get good equipment. Yeah, so I see. there's a hurdle. Yeah, so I think a lot of people choose to just do glamping anyway. I think that's all the time we have for today. Yeah. There's probably still a lot of stuff we missed, but yeah. Thank you all for listening. Mm -hmm. We now post our, uh, these podcasts also on YouTube. Mm -hmm. We do. We do. I think I got through the whole backlog finally, but yeah, follow us at Instagram at Korean American podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, we now have a Patreon. We do. 
I feel like I, I should create a generic plug here. Mm. But if you'd like to support us, if you think this show is worth, you know, 25 cents, mm. uh, please consider donating a dollar a month mm. at our Patreon. Uh, it'd go a long way towards keeping us motivated and, um, you know, able to do this. Speaking of YouTube, we're debating between the two of us whether we should do video or not. So please leave it in the comments if you want to see video. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Hope we hope you enjoyed. You hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. So what are we going to talk about again? <laughs> we still don't know. Was it travel? <laughs> should we do travel? This should be our blooper. Should, you, can't, you can't premeditate the bloopers. Oh, okay. It ruins it. <laughs> <laughs>